right, brothers, welcome back to another episode of Porn in the Gospel. I am your host, Spencer Sutton, and Happy New Year. It's January 2023, and it's great to be here with you. Uh, thankful uh, to the Lord for all of you, and uh, I hope you all had a fantastic um, holiday break. I know that our family did. We were able to take a trip and get away for a bit, just the four of us, and it was just uh, fantastic. Like we we needed that, and it was great to have my son in town from college, where we uh, like listen. He's got a very active social life with some some great friends of his, and we we definitely love uh, those guys that he hangs out with. But it's good to pull him away from um, from all of that, just to hang out with us and be a family. So, uh, yeah, so that's, what's been going on here and it's a new year. So I've got a couple of announcements I want to make first of all, before we begin. Uh, and I think this one's pretty significant. Uh, it's something that I, I have thought about and thought about for a while and, uh, pulled the trigger. I want to say maybe a little bit less than a month ago or whatever, but anyway, I went on to the website, Natural Porn Killer, and I what I did was I reconfigured everything so that you should be able to go to that website, Natural Porn Killer. Um, you'll see on the, you know, just on the homepage, it'll essentially direct you, hey, if you want to sign up for this course, click this button and boom, you should have access to over... 50 cent, uh, like gospel centered, uh, messages that I've created specifically for men in the church to walk them through like what I think are like five stages or five steps to freedom from pornography. It's very detailed. It is, uh, took a, took tons of time to do and uh, so I hope that if you're listening to this, if you're struggling with addiction to pornography, I hope and pray that you will go. It's free. You don't have to pay anything for it. You just go and sign up. It should lead you through everything. When you sign on, like what is going to happen is it's going to drip this content to you um, over the course of a week. I mean, I'm sorry, over the course of six weeks, I think. Uh, so each week you'll have access to more and more content. Now it's, I think it's more intuitive to look at it uh, on a computer versus a phone. Um, so I tried to make it as very, very uh, like as simple as possible. Each week is going to have a group of lessons in it. And each of those lessons is going to have assignments with it, right? So this is not just about like, learning something or listening to something. This is about applying it, how you must apply it to your life. And if you do this is if you go throughout the whole thing, which is a commitment, then I believe what I believe is that, man, the Lord's going to, going to use his word because it, like all, all, every lesson is based on his word. It's like, he's going to use his word and his spirit to work in your life. And so my prayer is that he works uh, something very, very powerful in you uh, to find freedom from porn. So now let's get to this message because it's the new year and I've been thinking about this a, a lot. So something I've been doing since 2018, which which happens to be, which is really interesting, it just happens to be the last time I um, 
ever looked at porn was sometime in 2018, the fall of 2018. Ever since then, I have been setting targets. So in December of 2018, I set big targets in my life across body, being, balance, and business, right? So those were the four domains. And I was like, hey, I'm going to set targets and here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to get very, very real, very practical about where I currently am and then where I want to go, where I say I want to go. And I'm like, the course actually will walk you through this process. I'm not going to walk you through this process right now, but I want you to know what's really interesting. I did a bunch of research on goal setting. I call them targets because when I think of a target, I think of like a bullseye and I want to be aiming for something specific. I don't want to be what uh, Zig Ziglar calls a wandering generality. I want to be a meaningful specific. And so I like the idea of a target as opposed to a goal, but they're essentially the same thing. But in all of my research, I found that most people, like nine over 90% of the people of the population don't set goals, don't set targets. They don't write anything down. Now, maybe they have an aspiration in their head and they think about it and they think about it, but they never write it down. And and it's really interesting because I, I this was me, right? So I would, I even went to uh, my buddy Forrest Walden, uh, even had a goal setting workshop that I attended at our gym one evening. And he had a lot of great points and I wrote and I took notes and I wrote things down. This is probably 2014 or 15 when he did this, but maybe 2016, but I, but I, that didn't mean that I started writing goals. And, and I will say I did, like, I've looked back at some of my journals and I had, and I had written some goals, but then nothing was done after that. Nothing was done after that. And in my work, like the company that I work with, we are very, very intentional about what we do. We are very intentional about setting six month targets, 12 month targets, three year targets, 10 year targets. And we've like, because of that, and because we are constantly reviewing them, like our business has exploded. We've we've gone from five people to now we have over 400 people on our team. And we went from managing, you know, 30 properties to managing over 15,000 properties uh, across the country. And it's not an accident, right? That doesn't just happen. So I want you to think about it in your life. If you want freedom from pornography, it does not just happen. It does not just happen. I can promise you just because you pray about it, it doesn't happen. There is faith and there is prayer and there is power from the Lord. And then there's your responsibility. So if you pray and then you keep living the same way that you're living, don't expect any different results. This is not a works-based message at all. This is this is just me talking to you about being a good steward of your life. And in order to do that, you must look at every one of those domains, your body. How are you being a good steward of your body? Your being, this is the most important one. Obviously, this is the spiritual realm. How are you being a good steward of your spiritual resources? What do I mean by that? Well, I mean that you don't live in North Korea where you might be put in prison for having a Bible. That's not you, more than likely. You have access, (laughs) plenty of access. 
So how are you being a good steward of your spiritual resources, body being balanced? What about your family? If you're not married, what about your relationship with your mother, your father, your brother, your sister? If you don't have any of those, then what about your friends? And then business. So how are you being a good steward of men? I'm talking to you men. How are you being a good steward of who God's called you to be in the workforce, in the workplace? All right. So when we think intentionally about those and we think, okay, here is who I am today. Who do I want to be? And and I'm going to encourage you all to do this. This is not meant to like this podcast episode is not meant to be a workshop on target setting or goal setting, but I, but it's very, very, very important to you as a brother in Christ. If you are struggling with pornography, it's very, very important for you to become clear about number one, where you are. Number two, how that makes you feel. Like, do not ignore the feelings. So we want to look at facts. We want to look at feelings. And then I want to look at focus. What has your focus been? Like, what have your patterns and behaviors been this past year in 2022? So I want to get real about those. And then I want to look at the fruit, what fruit is produced in your life. So this is just going back and looking at where you currently are. And then once you do that, and if you take the time, because it is work, once you, if you take the time to write these things down, and let's just specifically talk about uh, pornography addiction, sexual addiction, let's talk about uh, lust, all of these things. If you take the time to write all of this down and get very, very, very clear, here are, here are the facts. Here are my feelings about those. Here has been my focus this past year like my patterns and behaviors and my stories that have gotten me those facts. And then here's the fruit that's produced. Like what is true of my life? And then what you do is say, okay, who do I want to be at the end of 2023? Who is it that you want to be at the end of 2023? Like this is a very, very good question. And I'm afraid that most men, especially young men, don't, think about this. They don't write this down. They don't tell anybody about this. Like this is one of the most important exercises I do with a group of brothers here in Birmingham. It's the most important, but this message is not even about that. All right. So, so that's my encouragement. If you haven't set targets, do that for 2023. Who do you want to be at the end of 2023? And then, and then I want you to think about this. Are you going to give a level 10 or level two effort? All right. So if at the end of 2023, like I have a friend and we've been talking recently and he said, Hey, this is the year. This is the year that I want to be completely porn free. And I and I'm like fantastic. This is great, okay? So, setting targets and this is mainly for him, obviously going to be around the being portion of his goal setting, his target setting. So he's thinking through this. Once he 
gets very, very clear about where he is, his patterns and behaviors, what he's doing now, and where he wants to be at the end of 2023. He wants it to be a completely porn-free year. Then he sets up a target for the first quarter. Okay, for so for the first three months, what are the things that I need to do to to put me in the right frame of mind? Right. So this is typically around mindset and skill set. And he starts writing these things down. Then he starts talking to himself about them. And he starts like getting very, very definite about things that must occur, things that must happen. So for him. And probably for you, where you want to be at the end of 2023 is a level 10 result. This is level 10 result. So my question, my question to you is, are you going to give a level 10 effort or are you going to give a level two effort? So think about this in your past. Think about this with your struggle with pornography and masturbation. Like I know like so many men and I was one of them. So many men say they hate it and they can't stand it and they're tired of it. And I get all the emails like men email me saying this. And I feel, I feel the desperation in their voice. I feel the pain in their email. But what I want us to do, what I want us to do as men is to take responsibility and I want us to step back and I want us to ask ourselves the question, have I given a level two or a level 10 effort at dealing with this? Now, I I can't tell you what a level 10 or a level two effort is. You know, though, and this is a message that I was thinking about just this morning because I set targets around my balance, around my family, around my, specifically around my wife and uh, my daughter who are living here with me, my son's in college, specifically around the two of them and our, and, and balance and really around our prayer life. And this was 15 days ago, it's January 15th. So it's Sunday, it's early in the morning. I'm recording this and I set these targets for them 15 days ago. Do you know what I've done to move myself towards like accomplishing those targets, I've done nothing. I've done nothing. And so I had to sit there and reflect this morning. I had to ask myself, Spencer, have you given a level? You say this is what you want. Have you given a level 10 or a level level two effort? I had to deal with the truth. The truth is I've given a level two effort. Level two effort. And so what am I going to do about this? Well, I've decided. So today I'm going to sit down Sunday afternoon. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to review all of my targets. I've got them in a spreadsheet and I'm just going to look at them one by one and decide what needs to be done, write it out and then make a plan to do it. Um, I've already done that. Like I had, there's several different balance targets that I've got. I've ar- I already did a couple of them this past week when I was looking at this. And then I've decided that I probably each evening need to sit down and examine these and look back at these and say, Hey, was there something I needed to do today to move me forward that I didn't do that I can still do, or that I need to do tomorrow. And so there's this saying, you get what you inspect right? 
if you measure something, if you look at it, and if you think about it, you'll you'll tend to probably move yourself forward. And so, brother, this year, are you going to give a level 10 or level 2 effort? And so I want to I want to point us to uh scripture this morning, obviously. <laughs> like this is where we got to go all of the time. And this is a beautiful passage. It's Hebrews 12. It's Hebrews 12. And it talks about the discipline of the Lord. The discipline of the Lord for his children. Like this is a beautiful thing. Like the father is so good to us because he doesn't treat us as illegitimate children. He treats us as sons and he treats us as daughters. He loves us so much that he refuses to leave us where we are. And so I'm going to read this from Hebrews chapter 12, starting in verse 3. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. All right, so brother, like think about your struggle against your sin. Have you gotten to the point of shedding blood? No, uh-uh, you haven't. So you consider him, you consider Christ, you consider Jesus, because he endured incredible hostility, even though he did nothing wrong. And it keeps going, verse 5, and have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. Like This is something my father did for me because he loves me so much. And this is something that I've done for my son because I love him so much. Verse 7, it is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. So this is all about the discipline of the Lord, and it's good. And so, brother, if you are a true follower of Christ, then you should expect the loving discipline of the Father. I know I've had it in my life, and it's and it's looked different in different scenarios. It's looked different in different seasons of my life. If you know my story, episode two, in 2013, there was, there was, like, by God's grace, there was discipline in my life. What if he would have just let go of me and treated me as an illegitimate child? What would I have done? What would my life be right now? I can promise you I would not be talking to you now. My relationship with Allison would be completely different. My relationship with my son and with my daughter would be completely different. My relationship with 
my brothers in Christ would be completely different, probably a train wreck. And so I praise God for his discipline. So brother, if you continue in sin without examining your life, expect the discipline of the Lord. He loves you that much. Last podcast episode that I recorded was about a brother who's now experiencing the loving discipline of his father. And so let's, I want to keep going just one more verse because I'm going to take this verse. I wanted to see, I wanted you to see this, these thoughts in context and how the writer meant them. And then I'm going to take verse 11. I want to talk a little bit about it. Verse 11 says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it, right? So he's talking about the discipline of the Lord. But I want you also to see that this also can apply to self-discipline, right? right? So self-discipline is one of the muscles that you need to exercise, that you need to work out. If you say you want level 10 results and you're not willing to give level 10 effort, then you must expect level 2 results for your level 2 effort. Let's not let's not kid ourselves and pretend that we're going to achieve something, that we're going to have a porn-free life, a porn-free 2023 without massive self-discipline and effort. It's not bad. It's good. God's given you a spirit of self-discipline. He's given you the Word of God to combat the lies of Satan. He's given you his Holy Spirit living in you to tell you, to direct you what's right and what's wrong. And so what does this mean? Well, this means that I discipline myself. I, I, I lay on the altar my life and I say, you know what? For me, and I'm speaking specifically for me, not for you. For me, what is more important than sleep? It is spending time in the Word every single morning. I can't do without it. I can't do without it. Like, I know myself too well. Left without the Word, I will drift, 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 drift. Without the truth of God's Word and coming back and thinking and meditating and writing and journaling and I'm busy. Like I have got a busy life. And you do too, I'm sure. But this is what self-discipline is about. And this is honestly why I like think about our my body the same way. Like working out is not always fun. It's not. It's difficult. It's challenging. You get sore. Grant and uh, my son and his uh, a buddy of his were, were here 
over the break and uh you know grant's been doing some he lifts weights or whatever at auburn but um, he hadn't worked out the type of like crossfit workouts that that i do in a long time and so he was like hey dad can me and alex work out with you and i was like yeah man let's do it so i wrote a workout for him and we went to the gym and they did that workout and let me tell you something those guys were struggling the next day and like two days later, they wanted or a day later, they wanted to do it again. So I wrote them another workout and they could barely walk. And it's good to work out those muscles. It takes self-discipline to say, I'm going to go out running or work out or get some exercise when you don't want to. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness for those who have been trained by it. Now, the discipline of the Lord, like we need to recognize what that is in our life and submit to it. Because those who submit to the discipline of the Lord, who have been trained by it, who recognize it, who allow them to be sanctified by the loving discipline of the Lord, they're going to produce the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I mean, I think that's what you want, right? So the, there was a survey done or a lot of research done at one point, and it showed that what men are looking for when they look at pornography is peace. Isn't that interesting? And the Lord's saying, there's one way to peace. You can sedate and you can go to porn and you can sedate and get that rush of adrenaline, the rush of dopamine that never satisfies in the end. It never satisfies. As a matter of fact, it takes you in the pit of shame. You can run to that and never, never learn, or you can discipline yourself. They're called spiritual disciplines for a reason. So, this year, I just want you to, like, the script, scripture is very, very clear. Like, this, even this book here in Hebrews was written to a struggling church. They were struggling to endure in the face of opposition. And, brothers, you need to endure in the face of opposition. I need to endure in the face of opposition. Like, this life is a, however long the Lord gives us to live it, like, we're not going to be at home here. This is a wilderness journey. We are heading home. And you should expect hardships and pain and struggle. So my encouragement to you, this message is all about, like, number one, set targets, meaningful, meaningful targets. Number two, think about the effort required to achieve those targets. Number three, examine your level of effort on a regular basis. Like this, this message is coming to me at a perfect time. Like this is what I need. Now I can live a life of fantasy and just pretend that I set these goals and that they're just going to all work out and it just be a bunch of bull. 
And at the end of the year, I'll have level two results for my level two effort. Uh, I was talking with a brother this week and we were talking about just this uh, life of purity and he was asking me about kind of the secret sauce of, of whatever it is, like the, the how-to, the how-to, whatever. And um, I mean, we had a great discussion uh, and had some meaningful conversation. And at the end of it, I just was like, you know, the secret is unmitigated discipline in all things. And that's not, that is not at all to say this is all within my power because it's not like I have to depend on Christ every single day. This is not pointing at me like I've achieved something because I, I haven't, like I struggle with sin all the time. Like very, very convicted coming into 2023 about areas of my life that, that must improve to the glory of God. So this is not about me, but, but what is my part? What is my part? My part is I have effort. I have free will. I have the ability to choose. This is what God's given me. And I praise him for that. And so the more, the more I spend time in his word and the more time I, more I find joy in his word and joy in communion with his spirit, the less I desire the things of the flesh and the more I desire to honor and to discipline myself and to work hard across body, being, balance, and business, understanding that all four of those domains must be channeled to bring him glory. Like my family, I'm responsible for leading my family. My body, I'm responsible for leading my body. My business, I'm responsible to be a good steward of the work that he's given me to do here on earth. All right, brothers, if you haven't, go check out naturalpornkiller.com. Sign up for the free uh, course. It's Again, it's, it is a big commitment. So to finish this, you're going to have to be self-disciplined. I've seen guys go through this and stop because what they say they want is not what they're willing to actually do. Like they're not willing to put in the effort to achieve what they say they want. So what happens is, and this is like, I want you to hear me in this. There's only two things you can do. If you say, I want level 10, and you're giving a level two effort, so one of one of two things has to happen. Number one, you have to lower your level of expectation. Just bring it on down and say, you know what? I don't really want level 10. I don't really want freedom. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with level two. So just tell the truth about that. Or number two, you have to ratchet up your level of effort. Those are the two choices. Those are the two choices. This life is hard, guys. It's difficult. But freedom is possible. It's possible. It's 100% possible. For you, 100% possible. But not probably, probably not, 
without a good bit of effort on your part. Like I, I talked to 50 and 60 year olds who have been struggling with pornography their entire life. If you're listening to this and you are not that old yet, do you want to be that old? Do you want to have grandchildren and struggle with pornography? Or do you want to be able to lead your family with integrity? Do you want to be able to talk to your grandchildren about the dangers of pornography? I watched a documentary recently called Raised on Porn, and it's just a very, very troubling documentary about the state of young people today. And it's really, really worrisome considering that young people are the future of our church, church leaders. And yet largely, largely the church has been very, very silent on this whole thing. There are exceptions, of course. I hope and pray if you're a pastor listening to this, that you'll be the exception. That you will sound the warning cry, that you will be the watcher on the tower for your church, because this is a this is a tsunami heading for our shores. Like, we'll just destroy everything in its path. All right, brothers. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of January. I'll be back hopefully sooner than this past time. It's almost been a month, and I want to I record these on a more regular basis. So I'll be back with another episode of Porn in the Gospel.